to Seems to Me with your co-hosts, Sibylline Sariano and Steve Ricardo. Good day. Hey ho! <laughs> you don't do that anymore. Hey ho! Ho ho ho! Hey ho, hey ho, hey! Ho. Hey hey hey! Come on, we do it every time. <laughs> I had to change it up. How okay. are you? Okay, episode 18, huh? Yes. How are you doing? I feel like I haven't seen you in ages. I'm fabulous. It is a beautiful summer day even though it's not quite officially summer. But we're going to talk about summer trends today, summer 2022. And you're wearing your favorite color, yellow. I sure am. You are. You I love bought, yellow. I do love yellow. I still love yellow. And I'm c- combining, I'm wearing a, a floral floral dress today from Ann Taylor, I think. Am I wearing one of your favorite ago. colors today? I think I am. On a man, you are. Yes, pink. Mm-hmm. I always say it Just takes cojones you. to wear pink. Yeah, well, yeah, well. Pink and coral. <laughs> a man can never go wrong without with wearing pink and coral. Okay. And you, with your skin tone, olive skin tone, men should wear pink. 100%. Like, Mike... Probably can't pull off pink. I would well. love to see Mike in a pink shirt. <laughs> I look good in every color. Oh, <laughs> good. There you go. There you go. No, like you need a little bit more saturation to your colors, Mike, because you are so you have so much pigment in your skin, Steve. You can get away with pastels as well as you know more saturation in the color. Does that make this sense? This is information I've been waiting to hear my whole your life. Whole Where have you been? Goddamn life, Steve. Where have you been? I've been wearing black T-shirts for the last 30 years. How did I know that? Well, black works too. You know, black is black. (laughs) Black is never back because it's never out. Oh, Mm -hmm. I like that. Mm -hmm. Very good. Yeah, I just came up with that. Pulled that out of my ass. How was that? So what are we talking about today? Some fun stuff, huh? Yeah, today we're going to we're going to touch on like I said the trends for f- summer. We're going to talk about Johnny Depp and Amber Heard and the trial and Johnny Depp in general because he's fabulous in all his movies and we're going to we're kind of going to honor Johnny Depp because it seems like other people are. We're going to touch a little bit on like men in Hollywood that are kind of shitheads i.e. the Me Too movement stuff, because we're going to support the fact that Johnny Depp, you know, didn't necessarily beat up his wife, girlfriend, whatever she was. We're going to talk about our top five favorite Johnny Depp movies. That'll be fun. We're going to talk about his band, The Hollywood Vampires, because I didn't really know anything about it. And that's our our show for the day. I was going to talk about food, and we'll see if we make it to that. Okay? So I will start with my favorite subject, which is fashion today. And actually, we'll talk about we'll talk about Italian bakeries in the North End. How about that? Because I brought in my favorite almond cookie from Bova's Bakery today. Okay, so one of the trends that's happening in summer 2020 
is the crochet set. Yes, you heard me right. We're talking 1970s grandma crocheted a little doily, and you get it, slap it on a boob, and there you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Slap it on a boob? Yeah, Steve. You like that, don't you? <laughs> Was that a question? Do I like slapping it on a boob? <laughs> no. Do you like crocheted bikinis? Huh? Okay. Huh? I love crochet bikinis. Uh huh. I, I, if I was a guy, I would too. I would like to see women in crochet bikinis. Sure. Or tops, for that matter. Yeah. This chick right here has a very cool crochet yeah, top. Yeah. I wish on. everyone could see this chick mm-hmm. that we're looking at. Yeah. Look at that. Look at that. Yeah. What do you think, Mr. I don't Nash? have the body to wear this said crochet top, but the women that can, I think it's a really cool trend. So anyway, it's it's so not a trend. It's it's just everything that was cool is coming back. That's what's happening right now. Anything that was 80s and 90s is back. Anything that was 70s is, you know, it's it don't get rid of anything, people, because at some point it's coming back. Like I've talked about this before, cowboy boots. They see their return every, you know, few years. Hats, wide brim hats. I came in today with a fabulous hat that I'm all about. I bought that in Scottsdale, Arizona for $95. Be careful. Don't mess with the brim of the hat. I'm sorry. I touched your hat. No, that's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm one of I those people. I touched Sibylline's hat and she took it away from me like my mother would and <laughs> moved it. I'm sorry. No, no, Forgive no. me it's, for touching your it's hat. It's my very special hat right now. If it, once okay. it gets dirty, I it's mess not going to be. Mess with that fucking hat. You'll yeah, get your you ass mess kicked. mess with my fucking hat, I'll break your <laughs> knees. <laughs> oh, boy. Crochet sets of the 70s fashion are arguably a blowing fashion trend pumped up by Harry Styles and his pop culture phenomenon, Watermelon Sugar Video. How about that? How about it? So the clip features Styles and a group of revelers on the beach eating fruit while clad in an extensive array of brightly colored crochet, vintage printed swim and resort wear. Well, now that's interesting because I've seen the video and I didn't remember that part of the video. So now I'm going to go back and watch the video because Watermelon Sugar High is a song I enjoy and my daughter enjoys. So I think what what we talked on last episode and what I was remiss to actually mention was that my daughter really loves Billie Eilish as a nine-year-old. I appreciate Billie Eilish as a 40-something-year-old. You appreciate Billie Eilish as a something-something-year-old. And Be careful. (laughs) And so I feel that what's happening in the music world right now is this cross-generational thing that's happening with music, you know, which remember when we talked about Aerosmith and how your parents were like, you can't watch that, They're you know? On drugs. Right, like, <laughs> like our generation, your generation, the parents, you know, or our generation, parents weren't always they supportive weren't of, of that kind of, they you know, all into, different music. You know, Tony Bennett and Frank Sinatra mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. things like that. But so it's interesting because my parents were very open-minded to music and fashion and art and all of that sort of stuff. So, like, I got exposed to it all. Right. And there was never, no, nothing was taboo in my world. And, and I really appreciate growing up that way. So thank you, Mom and Dad, because I'm trying to do the same thing for my daughter. Nothing's taboo. 
We talk about drugs. We talk about why musicians died. She's very, 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 very interested in why somebody died. And was it drugs? And I don't know where that came from. Like, she definitely has a dark side to her in the sense that she likes, like, you know, gothy things. And, you know, she could end up going that direction style-wise. Anyway, so back to fashion. So we got to watch. I got to I gotta go back and watch the Watermelon Sugar High video because I guess that's where this trend came from. Very cool. I think Harry Styles in, in, in himself is a fashion icon. And so is Billie. And we didn't talk about that in the last episode. I mean, Billie Eilish and her oversized sweatshirts and that very kind of, you know, oversized athleisure look. It's not my jam. And then the whole, like... I like your hairstyles. Hair and, yeah, yeah the, the whole, like... And we talked about that at one point about who started the trend of, like, dyeing the hair. And we kind of traced it back to the punk movement. Yeah, the right? punks had a lot to do mm -hmm. with that. Absolutely. But, you know, it's it's become this never-ending trend lately. And I, like, my daughter wants to dye her hair and I won't let her. Like, no way. Like, she's got the most beautiful hair color. And you can dye your hair when you leave my house. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mom. I mean, you know, listen, I was, like, queen of sun in and queen of bleaching my hair. And my mom didn't, I mean, if, if, if the trend right now was then, like, in making your hair blue or green or pink or purple, I probably would have done it without a question. And I wouldn't have asked for permission. So there, th that, that day will come. And if she does that, I'm not going to ground her for the rest I of her life. I hope she's rebellious. I, I, hey, now. You don't ever want to wish that to a parent. I can wish it to other parents. Well, I'm going to beat you up. I'm going to knock kids. your knees I don't again have kids. You... What am I talking yeah, about? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You don't wish a rebellious child on a parent. Well, I'm sorry. This will be the second show in a row you reprimanded <laughs> me publicly. So I'm getting used to it now. It's okay. Somebody's got to mother you. It. I can take it. <laughs> Somebody's got to mother you. You're a bad mother. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hoodies under blazers. This is what I touched on. When you walk down the red carpet with me at the Oscars, <laughs> this is going to be your trend. However, you're not going to do this, which is a red zebra print. Fucking awful. I really like this, this hoodie under blazers. I mean, whatever. This has been done a thousand times before. It's, it's back, blah, blah, blah. You know, same shit, different year. It works wonders with oversized boxy blazers, but you can also get thinner hoodies to work more tailored blazers. So you can't mess it up no matter what. Oh, God, whoever wrote this, it, there's so many typos in it. It's, it's sad. One of the most popular styles rocking the current fashion trends is the ever-so-cozy hoodie, however worn, with a twist. Wearing a blazer with a hoodie is no longer just another street-style cut, but a mainstream look that transcends generations. Wearing a quarantine staple, piece hoodie under a blazer adds an extra stylistic layer to your overall look. Look for a slim tapered hoodie, preferably a darker solid hue, without too much embroidery or graphics. Pair it with a dark solid blazer. Slacks or denim are up to you. Either will work depending on the occasion. So I would agree with that. I think it's a rock and roll look. I think that's the way to go. I don't What's your think... source on that? Where were you reading that from? This is top... 
the vou.com vou.com so i think it's like vogue something the top 31 current fashion trends for 2022 i honestly just googled it and found this and i liked what i read so i don't have necessarily a source all the time i don't follow trends to be honest with you i mean i'd like to you're think a i trend setter I was hoping somebody would me come up. up with that. <laughs> Set herself up for that. Good one. Good one. Uh, that's why we work so well together. Number three fashion trend, which ironically I bought for myself not too long ago, and it sits in my closet, and I wore it this winter at City Winery, where I work now, women's oversized bomber jackets. So I have this very cool, like, like, you know, army green, but it's like almost sateen fabric that I bought at H&M over the winter. And it was so on sale. It was like in, I was like scouring the sale rack. But the bomber jacket, once again, I mean, in the 80s when I was in high school, this was like what all the skinheads were wearing. You know what I mean? And like the punk scene. And it's not a new trend, but it's back. So I think that's cool. This one is match it with high-rise socks and oversized women's sneakers like Air Jordans for a super casual London look. Now, guess what, people? I bought a pair of Air Jordans last night. You did not. Wow. I have this thing that's happening. I'm seeing them everywhere. And when I see things everywhere, they haunt me. And so I made this decision that I was going to buy myself a pair of Air Jordans, but I would really like to have the experience of shopping for an Air Jordan. Like, I know what color I want, and I know I want a high top. Ideally, I want the black, red, and the white. You know, I want, like, the classic Air Jordan. And then somebody was telling me that they're going for, like, 800 900 bucks, and I'm like, oh, good Lord, I'm not spending 800 900 bucks on an Air Jordan because I might wear it, like, three times in my life, you know? So it is a trend, but it's also, again, comes from the 80s. Like, we talked about Michael Jordan. We talked about Last Dance on here, I think. If we didn't, we were going to. But we've been talking about basketball. And by the way, Celtics, let's, you know. I am very proud to be a Boston sports fan. I am a Red Sox fan. I am a Patriots fan. Uh, Tom Brady fan more than anything. Ugh. But Oh, what? Oh, you are going to lose some fan base I'm a right Celtic now. fan. I like the Boston Celtics. I don't care about Tom Brady. Sorry. Okay. Well, we're just going to drop that. Just being brutally con honest right Drop now. that subject right here right I'm now. I'm just laying it right out there for you. TB12, baby. All the way. I will support him until the day I die. Okay. I'm, I, I just appreciate everything he is as a human, as an entrepreneur, as a sports player, as the GOAT of football. Period. I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. Yeah, right you better. Now. I'll knock your knees for a third time, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Celtics, let's just just do a, do a quick hit there because now I understand who Jason Tatum is. Now I understand who Smart oh, is. Oh, remember a few episodes right. ago? I showed exactly. you the fashion on those guys. Didn't we say yeah. that he needed help? Yeah, he did. Yeah. He probably still does. Yeah. So I don't have regular TV, unfortunately, so I couldn't watch the game that I watched like a sappy love story. Well, don't feel too bad because as soon as this series is over, I am getting rid of my cable again. 
Okay. Because I don't have any need for it. Yeah. You don't need cable. No, you don't. You don't. I mean, you only need it if you want to watch sports, which sucks. All right. The next trend, which I think is a garbage, is cropped cardigans. We will just leave it at that. You do not need to wear a cropped cardigan. I don't even get it. So I'm going to just jump over that. Casual trench is the next one. And it's so funny because this girl looks like Amber Heard in this picture. She's wearing a leather trench coat. If you're looking for something different, grab a faux leather trench coat and wear it over a floral dress or ribbed wool turtleneck with matching heels. <laughs> Definitely don't do that. <laughs> Boiler suits. Trend number six. I'm digging this, girls and guys, because anybody can wear this thing. Boiler suit. I never knew that that was a term. I didn't know that's what you called it, but that's what this site calls it. It is like the aviator outfit. Okay, it's like, and you're they're, you're pairing it with a belt to cinch in the waist, and it's it's a jumper basically. It's a jump suit, an essential item if you want to look like a legendary model. Just make sure you add a matching belt to enhance your curves and a vegan handbag to match it. Do you respect that comment, huh, Steve? Uh, yes. Vegan. So it this is cool because Stella McCartney's doing it. I love Stella McCartney. Yeah, she's she's definitely a cool cool chick and she does well at fashion. Her dad just played here in Boston Who's two your nights dad? ago. I'm just kidding. I know who her dad is. I was like, is. please tell me you know who her dad is. I know. I know her mom too, Linda. Yeah. Well, well rest you in did peace. know her. <laughs> Not personally. So boiler suits, what do you think of this trend? You like it? It's okay. Looks like a uniform to me. Yeah. Well, that's what it is. It was like Is it a onesie or is it a two seven C? No, it's a onesie. It's a you know I mean you can you can say that this could be a trend in any way. Like it could be a short sleeve, a sleeveless, but I do like a jumper. And that's ultimately what you call this. I mean, jumper can be pants, it can be well, it can't be a it can't be a skirt. So a jumper is just something that you zip up and you put on, basically. But they call it a boiler suit. I'm I'm into it. You may never see me in one because I think you need to be tall and skinny to wear them, but they're saying that you can do it with curves and throw on a belt. Okay, another trend. Again, a trend that has never left my closet, so it's just something you have to own, which is the leather jacket. Like the bomber like the Moto leather jacket, right? A winner of the 80s fashion styles, a leader of the 90s fashion trends, the leather jacket is a must-have outfit for casual office streetwear or even dinner dates. In 2021, we've seen a failed attempt at launching the oversized leather jacket trend. Coupe crashed by high-end designers returning in 2022 to clean-cut Bomber leather jackets and classic style biker jackets. I'm telling you, this whoever wrote this article is not very good at writing. I, I, you know, again, this to me has something that I look and search for a moto biker chick leather jacket everywhere I go. And when I was in Scottsdale, Arizona, which we didn't talk about, I went with my whole Syracuse crew, 25 of Syracuse us. Syracuse University makes it in the 18th <laughs> consecutive show, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Syracuse, my girls in the house. We had so much fun. I still don't have a voice, girls. I still, still 
You were a bad girl. No, we just sang at the top of our lungs and we laughed so hard. At one point I said on our first night there, because I missed one night because my flight was freaking five hours delayed. I missed night number one. I got there for night number two. We walk into this outdoor-indoor club that had an 80s rock cover band. We were like, oh, my God, this is amazing. We get a whole seated area where we were, like, right on the cusp of, like, the indoor-outdoor windows. We took over this place. I mean, 25 MILFs. I mean, you know, come on. Like, that's pretty good. It's a great so, band name. <laughs> oh, 25 MILFs. Can we call it 27 MILFs? No, because they've already made movies with that. Okay, yeah, 25 MILFs. That's what we were. And some of us are single. Some of us are married. Some of us are blah, 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 whatever. And they pimped me out, actually, a couple times to, like, random dudes that were, like, so annoying. I got motorboated twice that weekend. Yep, you heard me. Motorboated. Do you know what that means? I, I can only imagine what it means. I, I'm, th- I'm, I'm. Th- it's some kind of sexual. We're assuming this is out of another one of the twenty-five mils that did this to her. Mm-mm. No, nice. No, it was a man <laughs> walked up to mil- motorboated me, <laughs> and then a random woman motorboated me. A random chick was like, "Those boobs are fabulous. I'm going to motorboat your boobs." I was like horrified and hysterical all at the same time. I'm like, how do I get motorboated twice in one night? Like, how does this happen? Okay. Okay, can you please tell me what motorboating is? Oh, wait, he doesn't even know. I have no idea what you're talking about right now. When somebody sticks their face in your cleavage and they go like that. So random people did that to you. Yes. Wow. So we're to assume she's wearing a V-neck or something. I was. I was wearing a fabulous dress that showed off a little bit more cleavage than I am today. And it was a little bit more, like, accessible than this type of dress. And, yeah, I got motorboated wow. twice. Sounds like an eventful vacation to me. I was horrified and hysterical, like I said, at both situations. Anyway, this guy came over to us, starts to like give a girl a lap dance. And he's like our age, whatever, like he's, you know, 40s something. But he was single and his friend was single and they thought it was funny. Like guys do this to us all the time, right? Like they just want our attention. So this guy comes over and he's bald, cue ball, bald guy. And handsome but whatever you know everybody's like she's single she's single and I'm like oh god you guys know there was two of us in the crowd that were single and so they were trying to pawn him off on one of the other ones and next thing I know this guy is like giving me a lap dance and then he motorboats me and he takes his shirt off in the middle of the goddamn club I was like okay um, this just went a little too far I mean I can have fun with the best of them but I did, I did have this moment where I was like, eh, a little too much, a little too much, a little too much, dude. Anyway, so where was I? <laughs> Definitely got off trend there. Def. Okay, so Scottsdale, Arizona, super cool place. Lots of cool fashion trends. Like I went shopping in Scottsdale. I bought, I went bonkers. I, I have been spending a lot of money on fashion. And it felt great, to be honest with you. 
I lived in uh, Phoenix for 18 oh, months, right. so I used to go to Scottsdale quite a bit. And when I was living there, it just became bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. Like all these people from L.A. moved there, you know? Yeah, and there were people from everywhere. You can get a lot of space out in Scottsdale. It was so beautiful. We stayed at the Scott, a very, very posh Havana. But did you end up getting like, a leather jacket there? Or? So I saw this leather jacket that I needed, needed, needed. It was so cool. And they didn't have my size. And my uh, girlfriends were like, don't buy the smaller one. And I was like, because I don't think a jacket has to zip. For a woman, you just need it to not look oversized. Like for me, as a, as a curvy woman, I like something that's more fitted and a little bit more structured. And so I would have bought this said leather jacket, but it was, it was like two, $300 or something like that. It was just like a little bit more than I would have spent for how it felt on me. And I have been intermittent fasting and actually I've lost like five pounds of fat, which feels great. It's come off my waist and Steve looks amazing. He's lost a bunch of weight too. We'll maybe talk about that next go round or this go round, but you know, when when you're wearing clothes, you have to feel confident in how the fit is. And it doesn't matter what size it is to me. It doesn't matter if you're a girl and you want to be in a size 8 or a size 4 or you're a man and you want to wear a medium or an extra large, whatever it is. Like, if it looks good and it feels good, then buy it. It doesn't matter what the size is. And, you know, if if it's expensive or cheap, I'm cool with that too. I will shop at... Goodwill, and I'll shop at Max Mara, you know. So I really enjoyed shopping in Scottsdale, Arizona, and I didn't buy this leather jacket, but I did take a picture of the brand, and I was thinking of going back and trying to find one. So Power Bohemian Florals is trend number eight. I guess you would kind of say what I'm wearing might be a bohemian floral. Avoid wilting roses and choose twisted fantasy florals. Blend sunny yellows with fresh greens and raging hues of red and goth black. Wow, that's that's well written, actually. Also synonymous with spring, flowers have long represented renewal, beauty, and the feminine side of nature. The association between floral motifs and natural femininity can be traced through the last 100 years of fashion. Wow. As the role of women in society changes, so is the general concept of feminine symbols such as flowers and clothing. Okay. 2020 and 2021 were the years of boho styles led by stores like Princess Polly and other similar women's clothing stores. However, the current fashion trend styles of 2021 and 2022 can be described as adding petals to the metal. (laughs) I love it. Oh, we'll leave it on that. That was good. Puff sleeves, trend number nine. Don't dig it. And trend number 10, color clashing. Clash pink with yellow, orange with blue, green with black to create some of the most visual effects. Hmm. So I'll leave it at that. That was 10 trends and there's more, but I'll leave it at that because I think that was pretty good. But I don't know, bohemian florals. If if you dig bohemian florals and you're a floral girl, go for it. If you're not, don't bother. This was a lot of floral for me. This is, this is like too much floral. There's some definite floral happening there. I got some florals going on. 
So that's summer fashion trends of 2022. Yay! Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. Oh, Johnny. <laughs> I could keep going. <laughs> Did you watch any of the Johnny Depp uh, Ham- Amber Heard trial? All on Instagram. All on Instagram. That's where all I got you had to my do news. Was watch memes of it, and that uh-huh, was it. that was all you uh-huh. needed to see. Although I I I became a fan of Camille Vasquez, who went to Southwestern Killer. Law School. Killer female. Lawyer. I didn't know this about her, but you know she also was represented in cases Ben Affleck, Leo DiCaprio, and Jennifer Lopez. So she's not a low profile attorney. Hmm. She's definitely they definitely got a big time attorney. She she, she got promoted the floor. to partner. Yeah, she mopped the floor with Amber Heard in that trial. It was incredible. But- she just knows her law. Yes. And she knows how to speak in a courtroom. And not every lawyer can do that. No, she was really good. I, I loved her. Wow, what a powerhouse. God forbid, I'm sure I could never afford her, nor do I hope I ever need her. But man, that woman represented. There's been all these rumors that have been surfacing yeah. in the last few days about her and Johnny, but well, I, I don't believe not? any of that. Get it going, girl. Well, if they are Get getting it. it going, that's Get fine. It. But I know he bolted to England right after the. He, he wasn't even there for the for the he announcement. Spent thir- he spent sixty two thousand dollars the night he got to England and celebrated. He bought everybody. He bought everybody in the restaurant. Like everything, he was just like buying rounds. Perform of everything. with Jeff Beck. That's all over on online. That was awesome. Yeah, did like a whole set with him, which is pretty cool. I know. And uh, so, so he has a he has a a band called Hollywood Vampires. Tell us about yes. that. Well, they've been around for a while. I mean, they formed around uh, 2012, and uh, he's got two well-known rock legends in the band with him: Alice Cooper and Joe Perry from Aerosmith, and. They play, they've gone on world tours and they've played festivals and they've been doing it all. They How long? Did, How long? Because this has been going on for since like... Since 2012. But they, the last time, you know, they played this huge show in January 2020. Johnny actually sings a couple songs. He does Heroes by Bowie mm. and People Who Died by Jim Carroll. The band's fantastic. They end up going and playing a lot of Alice Cooper songs and Aerosmith and... It's funny, John. So it's cover. B- it's a cover band. Yeah, they they have some originals, but they're mostly well known for covers. John Bianelli, who's a friend of mine, who was on my other podcast, "Blowing Smoke with Twisted Rico," is Joe Perry's right hand man. So when he was on my show, he told us a lot of stories about hanging out with Hollywood vampires, and it was like you never knew who was going to show up backstage. I mean, oh, he met so many totally. actors and rock stars from just being around that band. You we know? need to go hang out with him. With your Johnny friend. Depp or John no, Bianelli? <laughs> your friend. I want to I want to hang out with him and hear well, these he, stories, he and then actually, I want to get backstage John with Johnny Depp. John was actually in this very studio. I know. You so why don't you promote that show? Dude, I do. Yeah, I am promoting ahead. it right now. Go, go on ahead. Apple Podcast, Blowing Smoke with Twisted Rico, yeah. mm-hmm. John Bianelli was the guest. Very and, cool. When, when, when did you record that? Recently? Uh, it was here with Mike Nash, so it must have been within the At last Voice six Motel? months, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Something like that. I have a lot of I have 156 episodes out, so I can't tell you what episode. Well, la dee da. Sorry, la dee da, because we're on 18, but he's at 150. Well, you know, Hollywood vampires used to do that residency in Vegas. Yes, 
very popular Where? for them. I forget which which was one it? of the one of the casinos. They just that like, that was like their home base. So like hmm. whoever showed like when he's saying whoever would show up, it's like basically like Alice Cooper is known for having this like long list door. of amazing musicians so he can call whoever he of wants course. up yeah so he's alice cooper you know, he's got a really big huge sports bar and music venue in he's Phoenix. also got uh has had a radio show for how long but i brought up the feet the phoenix one because you were in scottsdale cooperstown i went there and hung out there many times That's i his never bar? saw alice cooper there i did see alice cooper once walking on newberry street which is really cool because he's super distinct looking, oh, right? Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. you can't miss that. That would be Alice too. Cooper. He's, he's getting up there, and he can still bring it. I really enjoy his show. What what show, is it? R O R or Z L X that they play? I think it's just a syndicated thing that he does from oh, his house now. and puts on. Somewhere. But it used to be on one of those shows. Yeah, they they buy it. And yeah, they put it okay, because that's where I caught it, and I was like, I just love everything he plays. You know, I love the music he plays. I guess he loves the Cheesecake Factory because <laughs> really. In Boston, two two friends of mine that were waiter, one waiter, one waitress were there, and like the girl was like, "Who is that?" It's like that's Alice Cooper. He can eat anywhere he wants to eat. He's here at Cheesecake Factory. (laughs) No, but you know what? Okay, this is a perfect large menu. You know, there's so you can't. There's like you can find anything on the menu at Cheesecake Factory, and it's all decent. It's decent food. I actually like the Cheesecake Factory in Boston, where he probably is. Yeah, it was. The, is the it one on Newberry Street? Yeah, at the Prudential. Yeah, Prudential. Yeah, no, no. Oh, yeah, that's where I saw him on Newberry Street. Oh, well, he was probably on his way the to the Cheesecake Factory. Factory. Oh, my God, I love it. I love it. Joe Perry and Johnny Depp weren't so with him. But. They have a cover band called Hollywood Vampires, and yes. that's like such an appropriate name, too. Yeah, it was the it was there was an old club in Hollywood called the Hollywood Vampires with John Lennon, Harry Nilsson, Keith Moon, all these rock stars hung out together and they called themselves the Hollywood Vampires. They did. So they re- Alice Cooper was one of them. So he resurrected the That's name. That's so cool. And I don't know who came up with the idea to do the band, but I think Johnny Depp probably had something to do with the bankrolling part of it, I would think. Because, you know, as rich as Joe Perry and Alice Cooper are, I don't think they have as much money as Johnny Depp does. I mean, thanks he's had quite to a the Pirates of the Caribbean. Well, a lot series, and you know, as soon as we well, we were going to talk about the trial for a second, Man, and then well, we hold on, gonna... we'll come back to that. But let's let's segue into our favorite Johnny Depp movies. Okay, because we, we don't even have about... to talk about the trial. I know the trial care. was the trial. Yeah, we I, all I, saw I, it. All I was, was going to say is Amber Amber Heard did not help herself at all with this trial, and she's not believable. And plus, she went out with Elon Musk, who, despite being in the electric car business, in my opinion, is a douchebag. So you know that didn't do much oh, for her. Oh, he reputation. is the quintessential douchebag now, based on what he's been saying and doing. So, my daughter loves Tesla. She truly was like, I want a Tesla someday. And I'm like, you know what, Keno? Maybe you don't. Because well, we're not going to support I'm, Elon I'm Musk. Hoping, I'm hoping there's going to be a lot more electric cars coming out. I actually future, just so. went to Mercedes-Benz. They have an electric car? And I was considering whether or not, because my gas is so horrific right now. Buy an electric car. Do it. Well, my mother ha- my mother was in line at Prius for the very first round of Priuses, okay? She has a 2004. I think Prius came out in 2002, maybe. I'm not sure exactly on that. But my mother still drives for 2004 Prius. The thing still is ticking. I mean, (laughs) it's on its last leg. But I do support the electric guitar. Electric guitar and car. And I support (laughs) electric guitars and electric cars. (laughs) That was good. What a Freudian slip, huh? 
I would like to own one, but I just don't want to have a Prius. Right. I or, get or so a, pissed uh, off driving behind Priuses. Or an Elon Musk mobile. Yeah, I, I I don't want to drive a computer. I can tell you that much. But I mean, I think they're all computers at this point. I'd but, have um, to say I like the band Tesla more than the car Tesla. I don't oh. know why I just said that. <gasps> more than words. No, that's extreme. Oh, I always forget. Oh, that. little Susie's only up. Sign signs. Oh, everywhere, sign signs, signs everywhere. Yeah, signs. That was my song. It's a cover. Though. No, but I loved Tesla's version of that song. Yeah, they do. A like good that was my that they was my jam back in high school. But their number one hits, love song, definitely. How does that go? Love will find a way. Love will find a way. We got yeah. Nash on the show to sing for us. Signs, signs everywhere. Signs fucking up the scenery, breaking my mind. Changing all the words. All right, the civilian. I can't. That was what it was in my mind. <laughs> did you want to say something? No, like, I was going to just go into the movies part. But. Oh, well, do you have your top five? I do have I, my top five. Oh, you want to go first? I, I was going to ask civilian if she wanted to go no, first. No, let's let Mike yeah, go let's, first. Yeah, let's hear this it. Is only the, the movies that he's been in. My number one is What's Eating Gilbert Grape. My number two is Fear and Loathing. My number three is Blow. My number four is Cry Baby, which is not a great film, but I love it. And number five is Black Mass. Yeah. Oh, good. He didn't. He didn't pick my number yeah. one. I was happy about that. Do I get to go next, or? or yeah. I mean, at this point, we're all gonna. You're all gonna end up saying mine. But I have six on my list, but I, I couldn't help myself. Number one, Donnie Brasco. For with sure. Al Pacino. They did a lot of scenes together, and if you're going to do a lot of scenes with Al Pacino, you better be good, and he was good. And that movie, by the way, I looked it up, it cost $35 million to make it. It made $124 million at the box office. Wait, say so that again? Cost thirty-five million to make, and it made a hundred and twenty-four million at the box office. Wow. So you put Depp and Pacino together, you got mm. a winner. Uh, I love. Wait, I loved that movie. I just watched it recently. It's great. There, I mean, because he's the narc, right? Yeah, he's, yeah. he's good. So good. My number two, Nash, didn't name either. Ed Wood, 1995. Uh, t- Johnny got nominated for an Academy Award for that. Ed was, Wood? Ed Wood, yeah. T- another Tim Burton movie. Because he wor- he's worked with Tim Burton a lot. Three, Blow. We, we got that one, Ted Demi. Four, I, I put Edward Scissorhands on my yeah. list because... Yep. You know, Winona Ryder and Johnny Depp together, that was just fantastic. Winona's revived her career, by the way, with Stranger Things. Yeah, she has. Because she disappeared from the face of the earth. Number five, a movie that everyone hated except for me, The Tourist. I don't know why, but I love that film. It got ripped apart it's by so everyone. funny. I don't remember him I in the movie at all. Angela Jolie and uh, Johnny Depp. Uh, Angelina. Mm-hmm. Angelina. What did I say? Angela. Angelina. And my number six, which I wanted to get my number five, was Crybaby. I had to sneak that on my list because that was 1990 uh-huh. John I Waters. I don't film. remember Crybaby at Tracy all. Tracy Lords was in it, and I know that doesn't mean anything to most kind people. Kind of like a 50s throwback, kind of, you know, oh, greaser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my kind of jam. Yeah, I like those movies. But, you know, I just want to say something else about Johnny before. Can you, I give you, my movies, please? Yeah, but can I just oh. add just a little bit onto what I was going to say? I just want to tell people that he was nominated for three Golden Globes for Best Actor. Which were? Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of Black Pearl. He won the SAG for that. Finding Neverland and Sweeney Todd. But he was never nominated I was only nominated once for an Oscar. He never won an Oscar, but check this out. He's won 15 People's Choice Awards. Mm. And people are wondering people why he's so him. popular. Yeah. Well, 
let's rem- let's just do a flashback to Twenty One Jump Street because he he was nobody at Twenty One Jump Street, I believe. And you know, it was Richard Gre- Greco was the star. He was his sidekick, right? Yeah, right. And it's like he stole that show after you know once he hit it, and you know he was young and he was handsome and he was you know what, what they were detectives or something like undercover, or undercover call it yeah at a high school they were high school cops it was, yeah. it was <laughs> right, a non-believable right, right. show but totally it was good. not and then they had to go and remake it which is yeah. like ugh, a horrible i heard remake. he had a guest cameo in i the think remake. he did it was so bad i watched one episode i was like oh god it was a show a tv show yeah, they oh, just I did they a remake. A movie. Oh, I didn't right? know it was, it was a TV like a show. whole like thing. Yeah. Oh god, so I'm bad, not, so bad. It's like it revisiting like, Beverly Hills nine hundred two one zero. How can you redo that? Exactly. You know? There's lots of things that you can't do. So mine, uh, my number one. I think the first time I ever really n- thought he was a phenomenal actor, and also. Leonardo DiCaprio was Gilbert Grape. Yeah. Um, that was my number one. I re- And I love Juliette Lewis. So the three of them in that movie, I just remember crying and loving it. And, you know, it was like a com- coming of age kind of film for me. I just loved it. I would say Secret Window, which was one that neither oh, of you good guys. Good one. Good one. Um, yeah, that that was dark, um, very dark, very dark, and it was the Stephen King yeah. book, and he, you don't know if he's going crazy or if he is crazy or if it's the book that you know you don't know what's happening. Got to revisit that. Film. Yeah, it's like almost like a memento, like you don't know what's happening when it's happening, you don't know what's reality and what's not reality. It's it's real, and it's basically all him. It's just him in a in yeah. a scene over and over and over again. You know neither. Either of you said Pirates of the Caribbean, but you know, I'm big, big, big fan of him and knowing that he like embodied Keith Richards to kind of find that character. Steve is gonna tell you what? What are you gonna tell us? That you've never seen any of these. I, I never have. I'm sorry to admit How that. Can I you never believe have. it? I know. I, mean, I did watch videos of Johnny Depp in full regalia going into hospitals and visiting little kids, which yeah, I thought was cool. Yeah, I mean you know, this was like a Hollywood staple, you know what I mean? Like this is this is like a thing that they created and there's five of them. And who was the older gentleman who's his nemesis? Oh, God. I can't remember his name. Oh, man. It's such a good actor. I love, love, love the actor that is his opposite. And I should have... But as we found out in the trial, even if he was offered $700 million, I think the quote was, he would still not do yeah. another one. Jeffrey Rush. By, by pure pin- principle, Jeffrey Rush. I love Jeffrey Rush. By pure principle, he shouldn't do it. They, yeah, after they what they pr- did they, to him, They decided him. he was guilty before proven innocent, and that's where I'm going to come back to the Me Too stuff and say... You know what? Guys and girls, it's just treating each other with respect and common decency. I just had like a predator situation with dating apps. And I will tell you, you know, you can believe somebody and what they're saying to you because they're so good at it. And then they're slime balls. But what about the other side of it? There can be women that do the same thing. And I think Amber Heard in this scenario was lying through her teeth. Now, did she have highs and lows with Johnny Depp? Everybody's had highs and lows with their relationships. Could I have told you I wanted somebody to, you know, lay out different boyfriends of mine and, like, knock their knees and, you know, throw them over the Tobin Bridge? Absolutely. 
what when do you not feel that passion when you have passion with someone it can go both ways have you had any of your ex-boyfriends thrown over the tobin bridge <laughs> that was a very specific place and time <laughs> I know, I, like i said i certainly said wanted to do bridge. it <laughs> i've certainly wanted to do it but no no i mean that's my point is like when you have you know, passion with someone, you have it both directions. It's going to be, you know, love and hate at times. Like, you hope it's not, but it sounds to me like he's a very passionate man. And he so, has addiction problems, right, too. When you right, get all fucked right, up, man, you do right. bad shit, you right. know? Exactly. I mean, but exactly. she made, she was just too over the top and not believable. She lied. You know, the There's only, no proof of you know, a lot I, of shit I am, she I accused him of. I think that every case should be investigated. I agree with you 100% on that. Every, the only other case that I will bring up that was similar, it's not a case, but yeah, it is a case. It wasn't a, a law case. I mean, it was Al Franken. I felt like they were, he got rushed out of office as senator because of a comedy skit that he did like 20 years ago. And I thought the Democratic uh, women senators went too far with mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So it can backfire. And I am all for the Me Too movement. I agree with you. I think everyone should respect everybody. But no not every no guy's and- guilty no matter what is what I'm saying, you you know, you should investigate it first, you know. And he ended up but losing not every millions. woman. I mean, there are women who have accused men of doing things that are lying. That's what I mean. That's and, what I meant to say. You know, yeah. like and and that's not cool either. Like no. not every man is guilty as charged. Right. And 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 more women are the ones, you know, saying that something happened to them than happens to men. And so this was a different story. This was uh, you know, I don't know. If he was guilty. I think she was the one to abusing him. I mean, it wouldn't have made much sense for him if he was guilty and there was more proof of it to go back into the courtroom again. He threw his whole life out. He, he exposed himself. Those messages that he left and the text mess. I mean, some of it was vile, you know? I mean, he obviously was fucked up and he threatened her and did all this shit. Who would want to have that stuff out in the public? You know, he knew that he got, he lost a lot of money in this deal. Otherwise, he never would have went to another trial like that. I still think he'll get work out of this. I think he'll continue, whether it's back to television. He'll get to choose anything he wants now. Yeah, I just, obviously she won't. She's in trouble. She's She's in big trouble. Supposedly she can't even afford the... Lawsuit. lawsuit and everything, but we'll see. What people were saying on some of the things, I, some of the clips I saw yesterday was just like, he might actually waive the, the you know, her having to pay. Really? Yeah, they actually think that he might just say, you know what, this wasn't about the money. This was about... I hope he does that. I know. Oh, I hope he does that. I do too, actually. Because that would just be like the end-all, be-all of like... Or make her go back and donate the money that she said she was going to she donate. She fucking doesn't have That it. she never did. She had she won some money from him and was supposed to donate to the ACL, ACLU a, and another organization. She, okay, she never did. Let's talk about mental health. Because this is what this comes down to. Amber Heard is not mentally well. Look and, in her eyes and you can see that. She's hot. I'm sorry. She's gorgeous. She has a beautiful face. Okay, it comes down to beautiful, ugly people. Yes. 
right? Like, I, I agree. I can see what you're talking about. She is a beautiful woman, but she is ugly as sin from the inside out. And ugly from the inside out does not make you beautiful. That's, that's the way I look at it. Yeah, I'm not a fan at all. You have to be a good person. And I think that that's what, what, how Johnny rose above this. Has he had addiction problems? Absolutely. Has, has almost everybody we know had addiction problems? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know? <laughs> so I, I give him so much credit because I think he's a good human from the inside out. And that's what rose, like good rose over evil in this situation. Yes. Mic drop. Boom. So, but we can talk about the fact that Casey Affleck and James Franco should be on trial for their misdoings. Isn't it ironic that Amber and James Franco hooked up and they got this like little video of them in the elevator getting all cozy and shit? It makes sense to me, man. They deserve each other. Casey Affleck. Yeah, I don't... Right? How about those stories? He went to high school, obviously, Cambridge, and he went to Ringe and Latin. No way. And, uh, okay. He had, I have stories where of him. Oh, tell me. Way back when he was like tell that. Me. Like tell in me. high school, like throwing bricks at, at large women because maybe they'll help pop them. <gasps> and like just saying these things. Like my friend's sister, she's an awesome, awesome artist, great woman. She's a, she's a little bit bigger. She was in high school, gothy girl, dyed her hair pitch black, that whole thing. Trying to, like, hide herself by dyeing herself pitch black, you know? Right. And uh, he just used to throw bricks or rocks what? at her and say all these things, like, oh, maybe if I pop you, you'll be skinny and things like that. And she, she's, he wouldn't be anywhere without his brother. And, you know, she's luckily happy with her life and moved, obviously moved on. But that's, a, that's the type of person he, that the, the Afflecks technically were. Even Ben supposedly was, I never don't have any stories of him, but of what I know, Ben was also that typical kind of Boston attitude guy. You know, right. That, yeah. That, that, that he hopefully grew out of. Well, let's not forget that Marky Wahlberg has a checkered past, yeah. too. He was a racist when he was a kid. He was. Did some really nasty things. Yeah, he would beat, beat some people up for no reason, you know. Because and, they were gay? No, because they were black. Oh. I mean, so, I mean. Yeah, these are, We only know these stories because these people are famous. Like, this is the type right. of thing that probably happens in most small towns, small cities, areas. Oh, God, yeah. But, I mean, you know, just the fact that the Wahlbergs are super famous, the Afflecks are super famous. It's like we get to know these stories. And Casey, from what I know, deserves every bit of jail time, court, everything. He just, he has always been a sour, 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 you know, the, the black sheep of the family or something. That makes me so bummed out. Just really bummed out because my daughter called a classmate of hers or a, a, a younger girl in her school. She called her a name the other day. And this was something that we don't use. We don't use this word in my house. And I was horrified. And I don't know where it came from. I don't know why this happened. And I don't even know if I should have this on this podcast. But, you know, calling people names is just, it's not, for, it's not, it's it's unforgivable, 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 whatever. Like, it's not okay. And it was, a, it was a body comment. And, uh, you know, she tells me, Mommy, you're round. You're different than me. You know, these things. But she, at one point in my life, called me fat. And I was like, you know, sweetie, you can never call anybody fat. That is not okay. That is not an okay word. It makes somebody feel horrible about themselves. 
And this was a moment in time. This was a life lesson for us. Her dad was there. I was there. We got this message from school. Like, we were both there at pickup. And we were able to deal with it in the moment on the spot, which was great. And, like, I can tell you right now, I hope to God this resonates for her. Because if she ever calls a friend of hers a bad, you know, a thing. I just said, how do you think that would make you feel if somebody said something negative to you about your body? I said, you know, you're almost 10. This is when you can really, this is when girls can get scarred and guys. I mean, this is when people get scarred for life. And I made her walk over to this little girl and apologize to her and tell her she was so sorry that she did that. And, you know, she will write a letter to this family as well because this is unacceptable. And so it just comes back to, like, that whole, I'm going to pop you, you know? Like, Well, I think it comes down to the mental health thing you were bringing up. Exactly. Because, you know, when you're a kid, you're just trying to get fit in. And I feel like probably Casey Affleck and plenty of other people that have called or thrown things at other people are just doing it to get attention or to fit in with some certain friends, you know? And hopefully they've all grown out of all of it. Right. And I think, I think... It comes with time. I know I called somebody something when I was young, and I paid dearly for it mentally and physically, like just mentally. And um, I'm a, I, I will never say it, what I did. I'm really you know? thankful that no one in my family ever used the N-word and the R-word, you know. Uh, I don't like that word. I don't, never call the gay person the F-word. I mean, it's just... Oh, my God. These my dad things. uses can't, all can't use those three words. of those just words. Can't. Because that generation would say those words because, like, my dad uses those words. They associate him with other things, not knowing that it was going to have. No, he knows what he's talking about. And I have my, my friend Silvana. She just told me the same thing about one of her family members. Silvana, who was on our show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is a generational thing, you know? Yeah. And, like, my dad has referred to a cigarette as a faggot, you know what I mean? But it's not okay to use that word as a derogatory comment, you know? Nor is it okay to use the R and the N word, you know? Right. Like, But it does come down to mental health. And I think that, unfortunately to me, when I look at Amber Heard... I say, this is somebody who is broken. She is severely broken. And I don't know what or where that happened to her, but that woman has mental health issues and she needs help. Period. I agree. You know? But yeah, just like you said, it's like, you know, we get to see these people's lives because they're who they are. And, you know, hopefully the bigger picture of this is that, you know, if women think that they can accuse a man of being abusive when he's not, you know, Kate Moss comes out and says, no, Johnny never threw me down the stairs. Come on. You know, I fell down the stairs. There are these things that happen. And I think I I have a very, very good friend who's in jail right now because of something a woman said about him. And I believe his story. And he's doing 10 years. 10 years for being and just in the wrong place at the wrong time with the Me Too movement. They're being by the Tobin Bridge. <laughs> no. I <laughs> uh, might have been under this the will, Tobin Bridge in a be, car. This but... will forever be referred to as the Tobin Bridge <laughs> episode. <laughs> That's what we're going to call it. Period. Tobin Bridge. Did we cover everything? I think so. I don't know. I guess so, huh?
We talked about, yeah, we talked about it all. I, wow. Okay, wait, I didn't finish my movies. Donnie Brasco comes in as, you know, third Pirates of the Caribbean and any of the above of those. I love those. And Edward Scissorhands, too, because I think that was just a sweet, beautiful, Brilliant bizarre film. movie. And I love, I love seeing him with, like, Winona Ryder, and I loved seeing him with Juliette Lewis as his, like, you know, female co-stars. Yes. So, Johnny, 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 we love you. And we, we support do, Johnny, you. you rock star, you. He's, he's, uh, but you told me this. He started his band. He was in a band before he was Oh, he was an a actor, musician right? when he came to, to L.A. Yeah. He wanted to be Where did he come from? Where is I he I think from? he's from Florida, but I'd have to look that up because I'm not positive. Anyway. Well, so thank you, folks, for joining us for episode 18. Support us, if you will, with our Patreon. Patreon. Kentucky actually was born. Well, I was going to say, I knew he was like Southern. He's got a little bit of a Southern charm thing to him. He's 59. He could park his boots under my bed He's any day. He's 59 you know years old. He looks pretty damn good, I would say. I don't park know, his I would... shoes under my bed if he wants. <laughs> he was... <laughs> He preserved himself with a lot of drugs, though. Yeah, right. Yeah, that that liver is uh, it's pushing it's pushing fifty nine. That's for sure. Candy coated. <laughs> yeah. Are we out of here, darling? Darlings, Let's boogie woogie, if you will. And I uh, just wanted to say a special thank you to Mark Femino, who has supplied us with our theme song for Seems to Me and Voice Motel. And then we've got Steve Ricardo from Twisted Peace, Rico. Love. And you can look up my father's artwork at SibylineTheArtGallery.com and JeanSariano.com. And you can write us at seams, C-S-S-R, at gmail.com. And we have a Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash seems to me. Boom. Hasta la vista. Peace. <laughs> So we'll take another round and let the good times roll. Voices recorded at Voice Motel, voicemotel.com. Your complete podcast recording experience. Located in Union Square, Somerville, Massachusetts.